who are you? I'm Harry, Harry Potter. What do you get when you combine three 12 year olds, a drink that makes you basically change forms, and Christmas break? I don't, Any guesses? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, you get chapter 12, the polyjuice potion oh, okay. in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Book two of this seven book amazing series. Hello, everyone. I am Joe, and that's my co host, Jacob. We are two huge Harry Potter fans, yet we've never actually read the books. Never, ever, ever. We've only watched the movies, and all of our knowledge is based off the movies. So we don't know all the nitty-gritty details, the long-form explanations of everything. And we thought that, you know what? Let's go and dive deep into all seven of these Harry Potter books in a book club-style podcast called Just Another Chapter, where just every day... We go over one chapter of the Harry Potter series. And this time we're doing chapter 12, the Polyjuice Potion from book two, Chamber of Secrets. Jacob, my friend, without further ado, please walk us through the Polyjuice Potion. Alrighty. Yeah. So we left off the end of the chapter, uh, chapter 11, the, sorry, the dueling club. Yes, indeed. Um, Basically, where Harry looks like he's doing some naughty things, um, yeah. uh, petrifying folks and whatnot. But we know we got we can we can trust we can trust uh, Harry, sir. Yeah, and I think Dumbledore does as well. Um, so McGonagall brings Harry to Dumbledore's office, and Dumbledore's office is not like any others, and. It also has the sorting hat. That's where the sorting hat is. Uh, it stays um, for the rest of the semesters. And Harry's kind of curious, so he decides to try on the sorting hat again. And the hat confirms. Uh, he stands by his position that he agrees. Uh, Harry is rightfully in Gryffindor, but here's the kicker. He says he would have done well in Slytherin. Harry didn't like that at all. Based off of everything that's happening, I understand where he's coming from. He says, you are wrong to the sorting hat. There's no way I could be Slytherin. Um, but yeah, um, Harry is kind of waiting for Dumbledore. He notices that there's also a kind of turkey-like bird um, just kind of chilling out um, in his office. That bird bursts into flames and Dumbledore comes around the corner. He smiles and he says, don't you worry, child. The Phoenix, they're reborn in ashes. And their tears, they do have healing powers. They're very faithful pets. Mm. Dumbledore always coming through to reassure others. Really, um, really calming, cool, cool dude so far. Um, I think he's pretty cool. The but coolest of guy. course, what are you saying, man? It's the coolest guy ever. Coolest ever? Maybe. Yeah, he's definitely up there. Definitely up there. But as they're having a little conversation, Hagrid barges in and says, no, no, no. It couldn't have been Harry. He was with me before everything happened and Dumbledore says um yeah no I agree it's not it's not Harry but I still want to speak with him and Dumbledore asks him is there anything else you want to tell me though 
Harry's mind wanders at this point. He's thinking about everything that's going wrong. He thinks about the polyjuice potion that they're concocting, the voices that he hears, the, the snakes, um, how he can speak to them, and a whole whole lot of whole lot of stuff is going on in his kind of lane in Hogwarts. But he elects to or he decides not to tell Dumbledore about any of it, and they kind of move on from there. Winter break has come. And of course, everyone goes home except for some. The Weasleys decide to stay around, stick around. So does Malfoy. Christmas is here now and the potion is ready. Hermione wants to use it. Um, it's the night of the feast, the banquet. Hermione has a plan to basically kind of charm some cakes um, to get Crab and Goyle, get some hair off of Crab and Goyle. And we know that they're, they love their cakes. So it feels like it's a foolproof plan, but there's also a bit of holes in it. We're not too sure how it will go down, but for the most part, I think it will work. Hermione also has a hair from Millicent Bullshrode that she took while she was uh, wrestling her in the dueling club. Um, so she's going to kind of uh, pretend to be Millicent Bullshrode with her Polyjuice potion while Man. Harry and Ron will use... Um, Crab and Goyle, and they will go and try to infiltrate the the common room, the Slytherin common room. Um, so as as they're kind of getting ready to go about this business, Percy he appears, and um, or excuse me, they they end up drinking the potion at this point, uh, and Percy is nearby, and. Malfoy, he's near the common room. They're trying to figure out a way to get inside the common room. Um, but they need someone from uh, Slytherin to actually get inside because they don't know the password, obviously. Malfoy says to Percy, um, who has kind of been snooping around, he says that to Harry and Ron, who are posing as Crab and Goyle, saying he's been looking for the uh, Slytherin heir. So they get inside the, the uh, Slytherin common room and Malfoy shows them a newspaper cut out from the Daily Prophet. And it says that Arthur Weasley has been fined for the car, the enchanting a muggle device. Um, obviously, we know that from previous chapter where they stole the car and oh, no. flew, to, flew to Hogwarts. So this is the consequences we're seeing from that. And in that uh, kind of Daily Prophet letter, it also says that Lucius Malfoy, Malfoy's father, is calling for Arthur Weasley's resignation. And this is really awkward because he's telling this to Ron and Harry, who are posing as Crab and Goyle. So they're trying to kind of play along with what uh, Malfoy is saying, kind of like laughing, going along mm -hmm. with things. Malfoy just keeps on spilling the beans over and over. He's giving them a lot of information that they kind of came to collect in the first place. So Malfoy also says that Dumbledore, or his father says that Dumbledore is the worst for bringing in people like Colin Creevy into Hogwarts. He thinks that's it's it's kind of tainting the kind of status of Hogwarts having mudbloods Dickhead. and enter the, the walls and learn at Hogwarts. So he kind of continues, and this is super awkward for Harry and Ron. Um, Malfoy continues to complain and he says that Harry is the heir. Um, he, he's kind of mad that people think that Harry is the heir of Slytherin, 
Malfoy says, I, I wish I knew who it was, but I, so I could help them. So another kind of suspect thing from Malfoy, and he just keeps, keeps on keeping on. He says that his father won't tell him. And he even says something that kind of really was disgusting to me. He said that I, he hopes Hermione dies. What a bitch. Because well, she who is a the fuck says that? Who says that? Very uh, crazy. Um, he also tells Harry and Ron that the last person who opened the Chamber of Secrets was sent to Azkaban. Curious. Azkaban is a, essentially a prison for uh, the wizarding world. It's uh, famously not too easy to get out of. Anyways, as, aside from that, he also mentions that his house has been raided by the Ministry. But at this point, um, the Apologies potion is starting to wear off a little. And so they run back to the bathroom uh, to meet up with Hermione, who didn't actually go with them because we don't know until just now where they enter back into the washroom and Moaning Myrtle is just having a kick at this. It turns out Hermione, the hair that she used from Millicent was actually her cat's hair. So Hermione turned into a cat but there's a lot of tea to be shared and we'll hear about it in the next chapter. But wow, a lot of tea to discuss right now though. Wow. What did you think about this chapter? I thought, I thought it was really interesting. Um, the Polyjuice potion seemed to have worked pretty well. They got a lot out of Malfoy um, from just that, that conversation with him. He's, a, he's got a mouth on him, man. He has got a mouth on him. Um, I really like this chapter. I think like from every, because this was like my favorite scene from this movie that I can remember mm -hmm. that um, when they become like Crab and Goyle, just because like you see Crab and Goyle in the movie start to have like Harry and Ron's like mannerisms. So it was super interesting in that aspect. Um, yeah, yeah. What I'm like, the reason why I'm kind of like, I love the chapter, but I'm like not in love with the chapter is because of the whole Dumbledore and Harry sequence in the beginning. Hmm. So in the very last episode, I said, if we could merge both chapters, I wish we could. And I wish that, you know, like what well, screw it. Like we can't merge both oh, chapters. Yeah. Say, I wish this was the cliffhanger rather than the, like the last one, you know, like, I don't know. This one is just like, you kind of wish like the Dumbledore sequence was with the last chapter? Or yeah, I, th I think that would have put a nice bow on that chapter and just made it 10 times better than what it actually is. Um, yeah, I think that could have worked actually really nicely. Exactly. Um, what am I trying to say here? Oh my God, I'm blanking out. No, but I think the whole Harry Potter sequence with Dumbledore was, though it was like amazing and intriguing and it was just kind of like, hey, you know what? Like I am trying to help you here harry like tell me everything you tell me everything right mm -hmm. and harry's like he's going through the motions in his head and i wrote here on my book that like he is so self-aware you know like when he's going in like um, it says, sorry, quote, Harry didn't know what to say. He thought of Malfoy shouting, you'll be next, mudbloods, and of the polyjuice potion simmering away in Moaning Myrtle's bathroom. Then he thought of the disembodied voice he had heard twice and remembered that Ron had said, hearing voices no one else can hear isn't a good sign, even in the wizarding world. So Harry's like, I don't want to be connected to Salazar Slytherin. I don't want to be a weirdo. 
but I like how self-aware he is. I like, I wish he would have told Dumbledore, but I did enjoy how self-aware he was. And shout out Dumbledore for being just a straight up G, like just a straight up G man. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you where that kind of sequence could have been at the tail end of the last chapter mm. and it would have worked just as well. But I also kind of wonder what it was, what it would have been like if Harry even mentioned like even just one of the things that was going on. Like what if he mentioned to him about like him hearing or him like hearing the voices like what what how different would it have been would he still automatically know it wasn't um it's not harry who opened the chamber of secrets i mean i think he knows based off of like kind of where he's been and like he kind of seems like he's like all knowing all seeing mm. uh dumbledore is but i don't know it would i wonder what would have happened if he even just mentioned one of those things Instead of just leaving it, like, saying, like, no, nothing, nothing's happening. Um, nothing much, you know, nothing much. Because, like, how often do you get sent to the, like, the principal dean or headmaster's office and nothing happens? Like, literally, like, he just, like, saying, like, yeah, just, just talking. I know you, you had to come here, but, like, we're just nothing's happening. Very kind of interesting how that played out. I like this chapter though. I thought it was really good. Just everything from like the little comedy of like, like Ron saying that, holy hell, like, why are they still there? Like, are they like, are they that thick? Like how thick can you get? What's mm -hmm. a goat quote? There's a lot of fat references, like just like fat shaving references in Harry Potter. There are, there are quite a lot, which is like, eh, I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that maybe didn't age great well, but yeah but yeah no i i do agree like that is one of the most interesting sequences in the movies as well but also in the books it's really interesting and the fact that like crab and goyle are so dense to begin with that malfoy didn't even notice that it's like based off of the way they were acting uh with malfoy like they didn't know about anything like they're like azkaban what and he's like and then Malfoy essentially is like, God, you're, you are so dumb. Like, <laughs> like these are the people he hangs out with all the time. And it's almost like Malfoy just wants yes man around him. And that's what Crab and Goyle are. So I don't know. I, I thought that was really interesting as well um, overall. But just how evil Malfoy is, is the thing that kind of really is kind of jarring in this chapter. How like sinister and evil he is. And how it all comes from his father at the end of the day. Um, I don't even know what else to say about Malfoy. Like, he is uh, crazy. <laughs> Psychotic. Like, he's not hes not helping my case here that Draco's not a good guy, that he's just a confused kid. Like, he's not helping my case at all. It's okay, though. Um, the... Re I don't know. I just, I like how transparent he is with his friends. He feels like he can trust his friends, which is cute in a sense, but it's also like, bro, you're straight up just saying like, in like, look, how long were Harry and Ron with Draco? Like maybe 30, 40 minutes max. Yeah, something like that. In those 30, 40 minutes, how much information did we get? Draco wants Hermione Granger dead because she's a mudblood. Um, sorry. She's born of muggle descent. Arthur Weasley, thank God that he's um, that he got caught. What else? Um, his his uh, house got raided. Yeah, uh, his house has a secret vault. Um, so like, 
in those 40 minutes, <laughs> it's like every 10 minutes he's giving you new information to say, oh, yeah, you're giving us. Oh, OK, thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. And what, why is the Slytherin house code mudbloods or purebloods? Sorry, purebloods. Because I guess only purebloods are sorted into Slytherin, which is telling Weird. about how that like how that house is. Um, Very. I don't know. It's just, it was just like a. I liked it. I like. I, I just. I have to keep saying that I really did enjoy this chapter. Like it was just like one of those things that was super enjoyable from like a super enjoyable from just like a reader's point of view mm-hmm. like every, we got like that kind of like sorting hat closure not sorting hat closure sorry we got like more information about the sorting hat and it kind of reassured harry that um i think reassured is not the right word but it, it just kind of like told harry like hey listen like yes you're a gryffindor but i'm not gonna lie to you and say you wouldn't have excelled in slytherin and it gets harry like thinking like oh shit like am i salazar slytherin's heir whatever but, like and then mm-hmm. hagrid coming in and just defending harry was super cute like i'm just gonna say like this chapter was just like really fun and it was cool like just everything about it was just like it makes you remember that they're 12 year olds at the end of the day like draco's a loud mouth um harry is overthinking everything and you know like i don't know like i don't know i just i really like this chapter i really i have a feeling i know what your broomstick rating is but i'll i'll save that for the end you think it's a five it's not a five it's not a five i'm telling you right now well, don't sh- we'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Maybe as we put the the last few um, you in- few ingredients in this potion, we'll 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 know exactly what it is. But okay, what was I guess I don't know. This was a very interesting chapter. Like there was a lot of kind of interesting characters in this one. But for me, I think I had to give it to. I just I had to give it to Harry again because like mm-hmm. I don't I'll, I'll you know I give it to Harry and Ron um, their kind of investigative work that they did um, maybe could have given it to Harry Ron and Hermione for just the kind of plan together and putting the polyjuice potion but I think Hermione messed up just a a wee bit by using the cat hair instead that I'm giving it just to Ron and um, Harry in this one. The fact that they were able to kind of pull that off without like, there's a passage, I didn't write it down, but it's essentially like when I think it's when he's talking about um, Arthur Weasley, Ron's like basically like holding back, yeah. punching him in the face. Cause I would have blown their cover completely. And it kind of would have put them all at maybe some type of risk. So the fact that they were able to do that and get all that information, that short amount of time was just huge. And I think that's like, I don't know. That's like the biggest thing in the chapters. We For get sure. a lot of lot of information in that short amount of time. Their plan worked. Um, it wasn't flawless, but it still worked. So definitely Harry and Ron and like a subtle shout out to Hermione for me. Um, how about you? I, it's crazy, but I was actually close to giving it to Draco. Because I don't know, like we say chapter winner and it has a very positive term, but who was like the actual hero of the chapter? Who was the person that kind of made you like hero? Hero. So are we saying that hero is only positive? I guess it's very subjective. So like, I, I don't know. Like when I say hero, I just mean like, who's so sorry. I said chapter winner, like my chapter winner, like who just like kind of made mm-hmm. me feel like that I was 
reading a really good chapter and that had to be draco Mm -hmm. you know like just him blabbering and just him like straight up being a um how do i explain this just him straight up yeah like he i don't like i I think it's hard not to give it to draco for me just because of how much of a loud mouth he is and then after we like he he gave us more information about arthur weasley and then it got me thinking like is harry gonna pay these 50 galleons um mm. <laughs> off like he's rich and we i remember like when they were at fortune blurts they only had one galleon in their safe mm-hmm. so they're gonna put 49 no like harry has to pay the shit man like harry was pay the low. fine harry you got the money pay why the isn't fine. harry bought and ron a new wand by the way with like just side note okay but how do you even get a new wand unless you go back to mr ollivanders they didn't have amazon back in 01 i don't know <laughs> they got owls to deliver it quickly i don't know that's that is interesting how he goes through a whole or at least to this point with (laughs) with a broken wand i mean has backfired on him a few times already in the last chapter most notably the slugs is uh is rough but i don't know harry you got the money you could you could share the wealth a little no but definitely definitely it was um draco who was my chapter winner it's i know it's it's crazy. I'm giving an asshole the chapter winner, but no, no. I I think it mostly means like who had the biggest impact for you. So that's fair. That's I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. Okay, Jacob. Let's quickly talk about Hermione being a being a cat. <laughs> like, and just the fact that Moaning Myrtle is like always her. super mad and sad, and then she just has a kick out of seeing Hermione become a cat. That's like, that's why you know it's didn't go well for you, Hermione, in this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Honest mistake, though. Like, can you really tell it's a cat's hair? Wow, yeah, you, you can usually tell it's a cat's hair, man. Like, <laughs> a cat does not have like long female hair. It has. Like, yeah, but short... what? Yeah, more likely you would notice, but. I mean, honest mistake. I I get it. Uh, I wouldn't have made that mistake if I was no, because you and I are intelligent twenty-something-year-olds. Hermione is an idiot. She's a twelve-year-old idiot. <laughs> oh man, um, Jacob, give me your favorite quote of the chapter, or favorite sequence, or whatever the case may be. Right before we get into our broomsticks of this lovely chapter. Um, me was at the start of the chapter, the sorting hat sequence. It's when he puts back on the, the sorting hat and he says, er, sorry to bother you. I wanted to ask, um, you've been wondering, I put you in the right house, said the hat smartly. Yes, you're particularly different, difficult to place, but I stand by what I said before. Harry's heart leapt. You would have done well in Slytherin. And that kind of question or kind of statement kind of has always kind of been on my mind is what, how different or what would the story have been? Obviously, there was no way of knowing, but what would the story be if he had this relationship on the train with, with Ron, he became really close with him, and then he gets put into Slytherin based off of what the sorting hat might have done to him Mm. so i don't know that kind of just sticks with me forever really the kind of notion of he was put into gryffindor 
he could have been either, but he didn't ultimately wasn't put in Slytherin. He was put in Gryffindor. And this is where we are at this point in the, the story. I love this whole sorting hat sequence, Jacob. Like, just like, I don't know, like, even though it might have not been the answer that Harry wanted, just kind of, I loved how the hair, like the sorting hat didn't back down. The sorting hat was like, yo, bro, you are a Gryffindor, but I'm not going to front and say you wouldn't have thrived in Slytherin. He's staying true to, to staying true to his word. Um, my favorite quote came from roughly the end of the chapter after Ron and Harry had kind of went back to find Hermione and Ron and Harry, like before they say it's a complete waste of time, Ron says, quote, well, it wasn't a complete waste of time. Ron panted, closing the bathroom doors behind them. I know we still haven't found out who's doing the attacks, but I'm going to write dad tomorrow and tell him to check under the Malfoy's drawing room. The reason why it's my favorite quote is because like every time that Harry, that's sorry, that Ron gets threatened about writing back home, he he gets so scared. When Percy's like, listen, I'll like, I'll tell mom. Ron like runs away, his ears get red and he's super flustered. I think he he feels as if he's not in his parents' good graces, especially after hearing that he has to pay 50, gal his parents have to pay 50 galleons. So now it's like, He's just trying to do anything and everything to A, get rid of Draco and Lucius Malfoy because it's well-documented how much both Arthur and um, Ron hate the Malfoys. And mm -hmm. B, he just wants to get back in his parents' good graces. He, I feel like he feels he's not there. And yeah. 12, like, just let him, let him live, bro. Let him live. <laughs> yeah, no, he's give, giving a little uh, inside scoop, a little tip on... <laughs> what's going on that's uh, good old ron um i oh guess is there anything else you want to you want to go before we sh share our broomstick greeting i hope hermione's not a cat for too long yeah that would not be good no. um and it would She'd be starring in cats the musical oh the live action bad the the, <laughs> the newest version oh god really that's bad. very creepy really bad. um yeah, very, very alarming. And I don't know. Okay, side note, but it is such a good cast, but it's just such a stupid movie. That it has like Jason Derulo as an actor. I can't. I can't. That, okay, well, not Jason Derulo, but... And James Corden. <laughs> okay, maybe... Okay, there's a, a lot of good casting, and then there's James Corden and Jason Derulo. It's very star-studded. How about that? It's very star-studded. Okay. Star-studded. That's probably the better. Yeah, no, it, it, it does have a great cast. I'm just I'm just busting your balls right now. It has an amazing cast. Jason Derulo. Oh, my Jason. God. This is pre-TikTok Jason Derulo, too. Yeah, oh, my God. He's... He's really gone off the rails. But anyways, yeah. since you were hyping up this chapter quite a bit, I want to hear your broomstick rating. It's not a five out of five, man. Like that would basically mean that it's like, I think we started doing broomsticks at chapter five, right after Diagon Alley. I don't think we started from the beginning with broomsticks. No, we didn't. Chapter like a five out of five would be chapter one of the first book chapter Diagon Alley that chapter that would be a five out of five those are the only two five out of five so far and maybe um sorry the mirror of erized is also a five out of five this is not a five out of five this is more of like a strong four out of five if it were like if we were doing half broomsticks definitely a four and a half out of five but no we don't do halves it's four out of five and a very strong four out of five it's just 
this chapter did not lack anything. It was not bad. It just wasn't outstanding. It didn't live up to the hype of the three chapters I just um, I I spoke of earlier. Mm-hmm. Let me throw this. I if if the the Dumbledore scene was in the last chapter, would it have reached five for you? No, I, I still don't think it would have reached five. Like. I think the the fact that it is in this chapter makes it a very strong four. I think if it was just the Draco thing, it, I'm like contradicting myself, but if it was just the whole Draco situation, I think it would have been a weak chapter. Um, I think going from like the sorting hat to Dumbledore to Draco, a lot of things happen, but these things all happen at a very rapid pace and a very good pace at that. I would have liked if Dumbledore had a chance to respond to Harry that's the only thing i would have changed i would have made it a five but no definitely like a strong four out of five how about you my guy yeah same on my end four out of five for basically the same reasons i just i don't know it's not it i don't think it was really necessarily lacking much at all if anything in my opinion but it just there's something about it that just wasn't like kind of perfect in Mm. my eyes that kind of the way I don't think we've had a five out of five in this book uh, yet. No. We've had, only had a. F- I think we had maybe a few. Um, a few strong fours, just not a five out of five. We've had a lot of strong fours in this, and we had a few of fives in the last book, but we haven't had a five yet in this one. But this was close for me. I almost gave it a five because I thought it was really interesting. It was like it was a fun chapter to read, and like sure. we got a lot of information out of it. So that's kind of more or less the criteria is um, to hit a five, but it just, I don't know. There was something that just was missing in this that kind of could have made it the kind of perfect chapter that it maybe could have been. I don't know. Yeah. Jacob, anything else to add before we move on to chapter 13? Um, I forgot what the chapter's called, but before we move on to the next chapter in the very next episode. Uh, nothing for me, just... Shout out C3PO. Shout out Stitch. What is this? Yeah, Stitch. Yeah, Stitch. Yeah. Stitch. We love Stitch. All right. <laughs> yeah. For you audio um, listeners, Jacob's wearing a C3PO. Um, wait, CP3, C3PO? I've never watched Star C3PO? Wars, so I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's shameful. But uh, whatever. It's okay. okay. You, you, whatever. Okay. Well, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out about yeah. that. Jacob's wearing a, a Star Wars shirt and I'm wearing a, a Stitch hat. So shout out. Make sure to go head over to our socials, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Everything will be linked in our bios, not in our bios, in the Spotify bio. So guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Who are you? I'm Harry, Harry Potter.